What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. That is the High on Soccer podcast with your favorite host, myself, Tillin Monroy, and Jorge Martinez. Say hello. What a do. What a do, bro. Another beautiful day another great podcast coming up to you guys and another wonderful weekend and uh wonderful weekend plus because today's a tuesday and there was also some pretty big matches uh that mattered uh jorge how are you doing mm-hmm. after all that man i mean i me personally my weekend went like well <laughs> in terms of all the game like my my teams so i'm doing pretty good yeah, you are. What we'll get into why I'm <laughs> slightly bitter. Anyway, moving on because we'll start with Saturday's matchup. Big teams potentially meeting in the final, and once again meeting in the semifinal. Manchester City versus Liverpool in Liverpool's three-two uh, victory in the semifinal to move on to the final. Mm-hmm. And do you think that's a big deal, man? Like, for did you think City conceded that, or do you think that Liverpool really won it? Because I thought. Both teams played, you know, pretty well. I, I, I think, I think Liverpool got on the front foot uh, from the beginning. They were a little bit better, um, but I mean, there's a big, there's the, the elephant in the room, right? We know there's the huge blunder, uh, unfortunately, by Zach Steffen to give away a goal and mm, it, American national yeah, number one. Damn. Yeah. And uh, so we're watching Chivas versus Cholos here right now. And uh, Cholos just oh. scored the opening goal of the match. Hell the game. yeah, as I'm wearing a TJ <laughs> shirt. Is, Hell yeah. Our TJ native here. Uh, but I, it's, in the end, it really is, it was, I feel like the scoreline made it look like City was in it. But it really, it really never felt like uh, like yeah, because, I mean, technically the second goal came on for Bernardo in the 91st. So, um, at Liverpool played better. They're looking to go after the quadruple, I guess, mm-hmm. at this point. So, that's big, big, big news for oh, them. Oh, it was an own goal. Yeah, that's an own goal. Dang, it was a corner kick. Uh, it just hits, I think it's Iramier in, like, the, the gut, uh, you know, like, lower abdomen. I mean, there's nothing he could have really done to, I guess stop it like it was kind of one of they just kind of like hit him but if you try to stop it with anything it would have hit like his arm I guess like just kind of hit his like abdomen pelvic area yeah and he didn't just, have a chance he didn't have a chance the ball just like bounced right off of him that's like how do you I guess you gotta like position yourself if you move any which way the, you're probably gonna make it go into the goal you know they can't see you Jorge as you move on a podcast right yeah well you know some, I just gotta do visualize it, it. Visualize I gotta Jorge visualize it so hip I can thrust movements yeah <laughs> just, <laughs> all right bro let's just move visualize on, move on, move on. my pelvic area just moving every so which way <laughs> while we still have listeners and fans <laughs> um, but yeah I, I just I really thought it was more like ultimately it came down to the mistake right on Zach Steffen because it came down to one goal. Uh, I really felt that Liverpool was more in control of this game. They were, I think they played a little bit better, but those mistakes came on. I, I could from the very beginning, um, I think on like the first goal too, Zach Steffen, I thought he could have done more, uh, but I didn't. I mean, you know, it takes the whole team, there's defenders, you know, someone's got to, you know, try to block the shot and everything, blah, blah, blah. So I, I didn't just because it went into the back of the net, 
doesn't mean it, it's the goalkeeper's fault. But on that first goal, I felt like he could have done a lot more. It kind of seems like he just kind of like, you know, when you don't, like when you try when you play volleyball and you just kind of like. Well, definitely Stefan didn't have a good performance. I think it's starting to show that yeah. he needs to play more. He needs, and it's, you know, the, the worst part about this is that like two, three days before the game or earlier in that week, he comes out making the statement that, yeah, he's looking into possibly going out on loan uh, in the summer for, for for the World Cup. And I was thinking, you know, hey, good, good. I think so. I think that's a good move because you're not – it's clear you're not going to play. Like, it's your Cup games and that's it, you know. So it's clear he's not playing. Mm-hmm. So I thought, uh, hey, that's a good move. And maybe from there he can, you know, go get a permanent move away. Uh, so he, he comes out, says and all that. I agree with him, and then he just comes out with his performance, and it's just like, damn! Like, first of all, you do need to go. It's like, but where, where to? Who's, who's gonna take an, you know, out of form keeper? Because look, Zach Steffen has been battling injuries. Fulham. Huh? Fulham. Ooh, just maybe. promoted Fulham. Just promoted Fulham. That would that would actually be kind of cool. That would not be a Heck bad yeah. idea. That's where my money's at. Yeah. Fulham America. Yeah, or Full America. <laughs> yeah, dude, you never know. There, you know, maybe we could see him at, like, Everton, too. I don't know. In relegation? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, well, they're not in relegation anymore. They'll be there. They'll be there. They'll be there. Didn't they beat United, like, two weeks ago? I think it was Listen, that Listen, man, game we don't need to talk about United, especially because we're going to talk about United, and it's already <laughs> depressing as it is, so don't go there already. <laughs> no, but yeah, I, I don't know. I was just thinking Everton just because uh, um, uh, just cause Tim Howard, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking well, Tim Howard. Regardless, Stefan needs to make a move. Yeah. He needs to go to a team that's competitive enough to get him enough starts uh, in a big league, yeah, preferably. Yeah, minutes and and get shots kicked at him. Um, well, as far as... Uh, well, that that is the biggest game on Saturday, in my opinion. Uh, Liverpool uh, thrumping Manchester City in going on to the semi... Or to the final in the FA Cup against Chelsea. But we'll get into that game uh, once we get to Sunday's matches. But also around the Premier League, uh, two top four teams don't get it done. Uh, Tottenham lose to Brighton. Albion. You know... It's like they spursed it. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, lucky for them, everyone else lost too. <laughs> Cause, uh, well, United needed this game and they got a hat trick out of Cristiano Ronaldo uh-huh. against Norwich. Granted, but a, yeah, nonetheless, a, a Cristiano Ronaldo hat trick. Mm-hmm. But it's so difficult to talk about Ronaldo because we're about to get to a different matchup in, uh, on Tuesday. But we'll get to that later. We, or do you want to just address it now? Just because. Well, I, uh, let's run through the weekend. Yeah, let's run through the weekend. <laughs> and then we'll we'll get to 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 it later, uh, in a bit. But yeah, this um. Sunday, oh no, Saturday, sorry. No, we are on Sunday, right? Saturday. Saturday, sorry. So Saturday, yeah, the Brighton, they get the one the one over uh, Tottenham. It's you, Tottenham finally looking like they were gaining momentum, where they had the momentum and they were really gunning and they were making that four spot theirs, but now they've obviously had a little bit of a hiccup. Uh, so it... it yeah, lucky well, for Southampton them. as well uh, beat Arsenal. Yeah, so Arsenal, exactly. So yeah. I would say Arsenal is 
their main competition for that fourth spot right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let, let's be let's be honest here. Uh, I mean, things could change, right? Uh, but like you said, United did get that win, uh, and it was a really important win that that game specifically because that's a weekend where both Arsenal and Brighton lost. So it was big for them, and uh, and Brentford get a really important win too. 2-1 over Watford. Both mm. teams really need the, the, that win. Watford more than Brentford because Brentford has a little bit of a cushion uh, from the from the bottom, from the table there. Yeah, well, Brentford has a great cushion. They're currently in 11th place, but at one point they were in, in, in a sort of free fall, and a lot of people were wondering that, uh, damn, he fucked his nose up. He kicked the ball, and he's like, he has a nosebleed. That's... That, that that's that's hard <laughs> that, hurt, uh, that hurts me uh but here brentford are you know they're safely in 11th place i guess you can say for now uh they're on 39 points uh erickson i think was a huge part of that and it's been just a huge influence on him uh, on the team and they've been playing so much better with them uh and watford really needed that that win with that they would have tied burnley uh and been uh been in that 31st spot there uh, on 25 points. They would have been tied for points there. I, no, actually, Burnley still would have been ahead on goal differential. So that just goes to show how important points really are for Watford. Uh, that 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 game would have given them something to you know hold on to. But now here they are, just one point above uh, Norwich, who seemed doomed to go down. But, I mean, things could still change. Yeah, Everton are in 17th with 28 points, so that's one well, that's one game up, uh, away from the drop there, three points away from everything. So they're it's still pretty it's still pretty open this this uh, relegation battle. Well, as long as Leeds doesn't um, become that team to yeah. be relegated, mm-hmm. I yeah, all right, that's where I care most to be quite honest cuz yeah, Jesse true. Marsh to be on the top. Mm-hmm. Um other big games, uh, just a quick mention, Dortmund, 6-1 to one beat down of Wolfsburg. Oof. Not much to play for in the Bundesliga, no, but it's nice no. to see Holland not be injured and scoring again. Two Dude, goals. I know. It's, it's, man, and things are about to get scary here in the Premier League with all the rumors coming out today, which I think we've, it's been pretty, look, to me, it's been pretty clear from the beginning. Holland's coming to City like since he got that move to Dortmund it just makes sense to me when his dad played there like a majority of his career do you, do you like do you have any idea what Holland will do to the I, Premier League I do and with I don't what Pep I'm Guardiola scary dude I'm scary I'm scared bro I don't want that I hate it <laughs> that's uh-huh. he's like the perfect player he's like Holland when we get the ball you run here and score Okay. <laughs> you know, and that was a good rendition of Holland. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'd say he's that. You know, short and to the point. Yeah. Yes, okay. sir. Robot. You know. Like, yep. You know, and like it's just Holland. Holland is a great talent, but I think overall, what he and he wants more. He wants to score goals, and he's he shows that, and he's talked about it. But you don't get that un that sort of unselfishness from him he I think is a great team player uh, and I think under Pep and he's just I think he's just a good professional and good professionals work well under Pep because well they, they listen you know they 
And that's the kind of players Pep would, I guess, prefer because he needs to be in charge of the whole... You got to give... The thing is, you got to give Pep your your 100% trust and he will give you the uh, the results. Pep is, is, is that kind of guy. You know, you, you got to... You gotta look at the big picture. So, and I think Holland can be that kind of sort of player. But we, at the same time, there's only one thing that Holland will be doing at City, and that's scoring goals. Scary. Because they um, don't need they don't need help in anything else. Scary, scary, scary. But uh, we'll look see. Because so far they're just rumors, but it's starting to intensify. So yeah. it sounds I, like I it's gonna be it's, more legit. I, like in, in my personal opinion, I think it's gonna happen. It just makes sense to me. That's. You know where his dad played. That's where he remembers. He, he's, he's always he's he said before that he wants to win the Premier League with Leeds, uh, because his dad played at Leeds, and we know that. So his dad happen. was like, "F Leeds, go to Manchester City and win them a Premier League." <laughs> Maybe. Well, I think that's where uh, his dad ended up having to retire. Yeah. Because Cantona broke his leg. That's okay. I remember that. No, I don't. But that was funny in, in the videos. Well, <laughs> you can think about that next season in the Manchester Derby. Think about how funny it is. Hey, man. Uh, you know, we're terrible. We're terrible. <laughs> Moving on to Sunday's uh, Sunday matchups. Sunday fun day. Jorge's favorite you team were. decides, let's go to the final. And they beat Crystal Palace. The only reason, because Conor Gallagher, uh, their loney player, was not playing for Crystal Palace. Okay. We but, know that wouldn't have made all that much of a... Okay, look, it, it's, it would have made a huge difference because Conor Gallagher is the, the engine of that team. But at the same time, like... Uh, Crystal Palace was it was never yeah it was it was kind of uh, expected that Chelsea win and they did two to nil two to nil uh, it was it was Palace. a fight it was a good game uh, but you know lost the sheet coming in hit an absolute banger just a beautifully well struck goal uh, first that time. guy to me him and the Ox to me seems like very similar players yeah yeah, you know, yeah. but they score bangers they score bangers and. He's a. I think he's might be around. I think he's a little younger than the. No, I think the Ox is older, huh? Yeah, the Ox is older. The Ox but. is older, but uh, RLC is just this player that. He was part of that class of players with uh, with Hudson Odoi, with Tammy Abraham, Mason Mount, Fikayo Tomori, uh, just yeah. the, what's that other Dominic Salanke? Those those like group of players that went through the academy together and won all those like youth trophies he was a and part then they of get it. loaned out when they forget who the hell they are well uh loftus cheek what happened to him was injuries so he oh, he was true. one of the players that he was a more he's always been a uh the quality that he had mm-hmm. or he has he's been more of a french player or before when he was at Chelsea, he was one of those players that would get more looks for the first team. So he he did get minutes with the first team, but he did have injuries. Uh, he's gone down on loan and he's done well on these loan spells. Uh, but it, it's yeah, the injuries unfortunately caught up to him or they got him, and here he is, you know, trying to claw his way back into into good form and rhythm. And I think we're starting to kind of see that. And sometimes it takes a player or a, a coach like um like Tuchel. Uh, when when you're not having the greatest of form, depending on the position, right, and your capabilities and abilities or uh, your ability as a player, I should say. Uh, but if you have the capabilities to be a sort of flexible player, uh, which I feel like you can kind of see a lot more with midfielders because you're often asked to fill in in other roles and spots. And as a midfielder, you need to be good at multiple things. So you can maybe 
uh, change your game ever so slightly in different positions. So and he, with what I see is with players like that and, and players like Tuchel, they work really well together because it's just like, you know what? Maybe I'm not hitting the best of form, but I, I'm still a professional athlete. I'm still a professional soccer ball. Oh, soccer ball. <laughs> a soccer player. I can take a ball. Yeah. I can pass the ball. I can, you know, drop and defend. I can do the fundamentals. I feel like he's a good uh, peace player, and he, exactly. he's made most of go. his moment. Yeah, exactly. You know? Peace player. And then from there, you gain the momentum to get the form up higher, better, and you start playing your game more freely. But it, I, I think with having a coach like Tuchel, it's a good it's a good environment for you to kind of find your, your footing, like you said. like a, That's the best, best way to put it, a peace player. So he's making it work there. And then Mason Mount, Money Mace, he cuts his hair. And he scores he's Frank fingers. Lampard now. He's Frank Lampard. He's got to keep the hair short. He's yeah. got to keep it that no way. No more of that long hair bullshit. No, I'm sorry, Money Mace. Those those pictures of you and and those uh and those Chelsea jerseys as a kid, you know that that might be cool memorabilia, but it's it's we need we, we need, need crew cut Mace. Hell yeah, hell yeah. yeah. So good overall performance by Chelsea. It was it was gonna happen. Uh, they have. Absolutely no reason to go balls out for this trophy. It's the only thing left uh, to play right. for aside well, from it. From since we're place. already talking about it, and you know, that was, Chelsea and Liverpool will now face each other in the FA Cup final. Oh, man. So um, Liverpool is currently going for a mm-hmm. quadruple. We know what happened with Liverpool and Chelsea in the Carabao Cup final in an epic penalty shootout. Mm-hmm. Um, Jorge, do you think revenge happens, or do you think Liverpool? Because mm-hmm. I hate to say this, and I know Ahmad will love this, my friend. <laughs> you may have heard him talk at some point. Uh, yeah, he says the quadruple is Liverpool's to win, and I think I see it happening Dang. with how they're playing. And no offense to Chelsea, but Liverpool is. Is better. Well, look, I'm, I'm not. If you're gonna ask me that question, million dollar question, you know what my response is. The answer is no. They're not gonna win the quadruple because Chelsea's gonna win that fake cup. Yeah, I know you're biased as fuck. <laughs> so, like, that's why I don't even bother trying to ask. But because there's no, there's no reasoning with me on this one. I'm just not gonna. <laughs> I completely. I'm not gonna agree. But I'll say this: uh, Liverpool are obviously the clear favorites by far. I do think Chelsea is a worthy opponent, and mm-hmm. I do think Chelsea have the players and the quality to uh, upset them. I mean, we saw what this Chelsea pretty much did to a similar Manchester City last season in the Champions League final. It could happen. And yeah. these one-off sort of games where it's just a one-and-done, the league's not on the line, uh, a cup final, It's they're different. And I think, I really think Chelsea... You know, obviously, like, it's a lot of it's the bias coming from me as a fan, right? Wanting them to win. But in all honesty, I think they do have the, the talent and the players to do so against this uh, this team. Um, we were talking before the podcast about uh, Pulisic, right? And maybe him not always being that star player for Chelsea that we've wanted him to be. But in games like this, in these cup games, and especially against teams like Liverpool, uh, we've seen... Pulisic, you know, do work his magic again. It's one of those where it's just like, it's a cut final. It's just like, F it. I'm going all out. So, 
you know it will we can see what uh, we'll see what happens and, and you know again obviously I'm I'm hoping Chelsea wins and I you know, I think they they can do it but I think it's gonna be it, it look it's Liverpool are, are are the clear favorites I I can't deny that and it's gonna it's not gonna be easy it's almost you know Liverpool wins three to two let's, let's move on move on Liverpool does not win three to two. Liverpool wins three two. Mohamed Salah hat trick, mm-hmm. and so we can, yeah. Damn. Damn. Well, if he could do it against United, there's no way he can do it against uh, Chelsea. <laughs> 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 Moving on to a different part of the world for La Liga, where but we'll Kareem, be back to England. <laughs> yeah, we'll get back to England for sure. Um, getting back, uh, where was I? Oh yeah, Benzema. La Liga. They come back three two in Sevilla, bro. I mean, Real Madrid didn't necessarily need this win. They were uh-huh. up, you know, I believe nine points it was, or 12 at, uh, before this game. And Sevilla come on strong, first half, control the whole game. And Real Madrid, out of nowhere, literally nowhere, put three goals in the back of the net and win the game. Controversially, like you said. Yeah, fun, yeah. there's a few things happened there. There's a whole handball on... Vinicius Jr. That I it was called as a handball, so the goal wasn't given, but it should have counted. But then there's also the uh, potential second yellow for for Kamavinga, which I, my opinion, should have been a second yellow. I think it's a tough have. call for a ref in a moment like that, where it's like kind of early in the game, but he should make that call. I, I you know what I'm saying? The reason, I mean, look, Anthony Marshall comes off injured. And with a yellow card. And Kamavinga uh, goes in, sliding challenge, doesn't get the ball at all. You know? One of those. Marshall was through on goal. Not through, it was still kind of like, he's like, what, like maybe like a few yards away off like the the center circle, I guess you can say. The the end of it, if you want to say that's how far he was off. Uh, So it wasn't like, uh, you know, necessarily in the attacking third, he was like right outside it. But it's, yeah, I think that should have been a second yellow, and I think uh, Kamavinga should have been sent off. Uh, but, I mean, I don't know if that would have made a difference for, for Sibia, but it could have been. They've been in a little bit of a better form, and they needed this win more. Uh, well, Madrid needs needs the win, too. They can't afford to drop points, either. Right. Uh, you know, because we've seen it happen before. You drop points here, you drop points there, and next thing you know, there's one point in between uh, City and Liverpool. <laughs> Yeah, but I, 12 points. Yeah, sure. at this point. Yeah. But Benzema putting on another masterclass performance. Um, and it's looking like, well, we've already mentioned him so many times as being one of the front runners for the Ballon d'Or. And I think this goes, show once again that he, he can carry a He's team. He's that dude, man. He's just that dude. Yeah, he wins it in the very end in the clutchest way possible yeah. 90 second minute and again Rodrigo showing up you know it seems like that goal against Chelsea to shatter my heart hopes and dreams uh, was all he mm-hmm. needed to get into some that form. was more Modric's pass and, but then again Rodrigo had to be there yeah I mean he scored he got an assist the guy was been struggling to get mm-hmm. into the top uh, into the team so now here he is in a crucial game he was involved in two out of their three goals so kudos to Rodrigo He's not a one-hit wonder. You know, if you're gonna break so. my heart, break it repeatedly and repeatedly. Don't just do it once. Just watch it many times on on TikTok. <laughs> no, anyway, a, I don't need to. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, that was 
good for uh, for for Madrid there. You know, keeping the the race on, if you can call it that. Madrid or Atlético get two one a two one win over Espanol, so they keep going. Um, Joe Felix now out for the season, so that's a bummer. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I yeah, that. I I just uh, I just read that this this morning. Um, so he's he's out for the remainder of the season. Mm. Let's keep in mind that the remainder of the season is like a month and a half too. So it could like be yeah. like a small like muscle injury. You know, it's like three four weeks, but it's just like well. The At this point, then you might as well hold him out. Yeah, yeah. There's you know, if there's not much going if it's on. In, if it's like bad enough. Mm-hmm. But uh, back in uh, um, but over here in uh, and just briefly want to mention it. Uh, the French classic. Classic de, ma- de pa- PSG, Paris Saint Germain, Marseille. Marseille. Uh, Marseille. No, she didn't say that. I'm sorry to all our French listeners. Dang. My, my bad, guys. There's like one guy out there in Belgium. I'm sorry. If yeah, he probably thinks we're pretty bad <laughs> about that, but my bad. One day you can teach us. French. Yeah, teach us. You know, <laughs> we can FaceTime at a game or something. Teach us, you know, go to. Go to I don't know some go to Parc de Princesse and teach us how to speak French. Call us from there so we can see the inside. But <laughs> well, Neymar and Mbappe once again get on the score sheet uh, to kind of beat Le Classique. Yeah, so they you know again like you said Neymar and Mbappe. It's it's, it's kind of like. At this point, I'm kind of just annoyed with both of them. The because fact that they're just, oh, yeah, shit, let's turn it on now. It's like, okay, you know what? Yeah, it, it, right? Right? Like, you, yeah, you like, get the let's, same thing. Let's take it serious now. Because, okay, I get that Mbappe, uh, like, we did see a lot more from him uh, within, like, the early parts of the season in the Champions League. So it's like, okay, but it, you know, business as usual for him. But, like, for Neymar to continuously be putting on these performances, it's just like, dude, like... Where have you been all year? It's like, see, we know you're good. He's, I'm telling you, he sucks. Damn. I'm telling you, he sucks because he's only good against Farmers League people, I guess. Damn, I guess uh, turns out Belgians speak Dutch. I thought they spoke nah, French. No, half of them speak Dutch and French. Like, that's like the thing or whatever Luxembourg well, is. Well, because I know like uh, Hazard, <laughs> Hazard speaks French. Yeah, And right. so do like all those guys. Like, so that's, it just depends, you know, but... um. All right, well, as far as uh, Saturday games, just want to mention uh, LAFC. Wait, not LAFC. Wait, this <laughs> is Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Just uh, quick, LAFC, uh, you know, it's our team, 3-1 against Kansas City. Yeah. And then New York City FC beat Real Salt Lake 6-0. So nil. that's kind of a big deal for Castellanos, the mm-hmm. Ar- your Argentinian, who gets a super hat trick. Um, well... Newcastle get a dub over Leicester, which is important for them. So Newcastle is know, Bruno Gamayres the, the best, best Bruno, Bruno in the league. Yes. We don't talk about Bruno. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> we don't talk about Bruno. Yeah, in this case we do. No, no. But this is we don't want to talk about the other Bruno, but Bruno Gamayres. Bruno yeah. Gamayres just killing it since he's come here, and everyone thought it was a shock, surprising move. Uh, I mean, it worked out. Just came here for the money, obviously. Right. Uh, but hey, Newcastle—they're starting to, you know, just. They're gonna be city in ten years. Yeah, you like. never know. They got a, we got a Mexican in their ranks too. Oh yeah. Santiago Munoz. Dude, it's Munoz. It, the prophecies. The prophecy—it's it's gonna happen. He's gonna win the EPL and the top. Uh, he's gonna be the top scorer. Next I can season. see it, man. 
Anyway. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we like to dream. Moving uh, on to some weekday games, actually, of League. Uh, Monday oh, had... Oh, dude, Monday was lit. Yeah, Monday was lit. Um, well, I'm going to start in Serie A because this is a meaningful kind of game. Huge uh, game. Napoli versus Roma. Uh, ends in a stalemate with Roma one, just one barely at the very end uh, getting a goal. So this is huge. Wow. So Chivas just scored... You know, Puska's contender. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, nah, they just came back, scored a goal, coming in. It's the 37th minute. It's a pretty open game, back and forth. There's been opportunities on both ends of the pitch. Uh, but, I'm, you know, it's a little interesting, the colors that both these teams decided to wear. Since everyone's wearing red, so I'm a little... Confused. Now I just look at the shoes of the of the players, and I'm just like, oh, the shoes are red. They play for Cholos. <laughs> I guess that's one way to put it. But I mean, they all have it. You another team in red, Roma. Roma, yeah, like you mentioned, at the death, coming back, uh, and stealing a point away from Napoli, which I mean, Napoli needed more than Roma. Agreed. Completely agreed. So big game because this is, I mean, because of the regional. Um, well, the regional part of it, but not only that, the Scudetto uh, potential, because this mm-hmm. puts them back now. Yeah, I mean, now it's, it, man, tough loss for Rome. Actually, Roma needed this win maybe almost just as bad as, uh, as Napoli, because now looking at the table, they're in fifth place, and guess what? That's they- not Champions League. They could be in. They could fight Juve for that fourth spot. So, so that they, is possible. Yeah, the, that that first fourth spot there. They're gonna have to to really, really, really put on the the afterburners here to to catch Juve because you know Juve is making a push for it. Uh, so now it's really coming down to Inter and and uh, into Milan. Uh, well, actually, we got a little preview of that today in the in the Copa d'Italia. Yeah, you're right. Well, we can talk about it briefly. Copa Italia, uh, Inter. Just destroy Milan 3 0. Um, they're moving on to the final. But at the same time, dude, as, as an AC kind of fan, I think they they want to. They would much rather win the league. I think so. They much rather put all their effort, <laughs> their energy, into that because they haven't won it in such a long yeah, time. Yeah, and especially when they're leading right now, they're they're the leaders. So it's like, dude, I, I, I'm in the same boat. I I wouldn't risk the scudetto. Because that's a, a year's worth of work. Not to say that the Copa d'Italia isn't a year's worth of work either, like the whole season. But, I mean, it's a tournament. You you go out, you show up for it right when you can. But, like you said, like this at this point, the Scudetto, there was just so much more that has gone into that, so much more time. And it's you just can't afford to, to lose that, like to yeah, at the very, very end. That, that would just mean so much more. Like especially because no one's, we. I mean, we say that it's been forever since Milan has won it. But I mean, the only other team to have won it as of late has been their bitter crosstown rivals, and then after that, it's just been Juve. So this would be huge, and this could restore things in in Italy. This potentially, could, potentially, because could you imagine if if Juve have had came around and won it again? Uh, you know, it would have been a whole different. Um, it would have been back to, you know, where it would have been business as usual, which we do not like in this case. We do not want business as usual. We want it to be disruptive again, just like it was back in the back in the day. So we'll see what goes on here from here. But yeah, I agree. Uh, Milan should just go for this. That should be their main, their main thing. 
So, um, yeah, huge, 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 uh, like loss in points for Napoli. This just they're just letting it slip away. I think we've. we've I think they. I think they might have let it slip away. I think this is uh, either Milan teams to yeah. lose. Yeah. Uh, I mean, enter or have one game on <laughs> so um, it's, Milan, so they they could potentially win it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, um, moving on over to to Spain. Yeah, Barcelona, Dude. another tough loss, and against the relegation team, Cadiz. This is you know a tough a tough break because they they just came from losing to to Eintracht Frankfurt in a game that if you watched it, I mean, Barcelona was in charge. They were in charge, but they weren't. But they weren't clinical. Away. Yeah. And here now we're coming back uh, again home. Uh, and so this is you know the second lot home loss at home in a row. So uh, again, uh, and then, like you mentioned, against a relegation threatened uh, Cadiz, like this is, oh man, it's just this is just tough on on the, on them. Uh, any chance that they had to put on a little bit of pressure. Uh, to Ma- to Madrid is is pretty much done. Not that they really could ever really. It was gonna be very yeah. Really I think at this point Barcelona is having their trophyless season. They're fifteen points behind Real Madrid now after that loss to Cadiz. At this point, just stay in the top four. Make sure you're in Champions League, <laughs> and look forward to next year on a full summer with Xavi. Yeah, and not only that, but I mean, hopefully you you get a lot of players you know returning back from injury. Uh, at I believe Des came off too, if I'm not mistaken. So, uh, you know, we want him back to full fitness, and that didn't seem like it was a good thing. Yeah, he did come off. So, uh, we, you know, we don't want him coming off injured anymore, uh, especially since he just came back from injury. But, you know, once they get like a full fit Fati more time, uh, like you said, for other players to get integrated into the team and more time with Xavi, plus. You know, whoever, you know, he, he set out to go out there and get, which, to be honest, I don't know, like, who they would add. There's rumors of Barca, or sorry, of, uh, of Lewandowski. I just, I think that's that's a tough. step back. Uh, yeah. Right now. For right uh, now. Honestly, for both both of those teams, like, or for both parties involved there, I don't know if that's the move. It's just, like, it's attractive, right? Because it's like, ooh, it's Barca. But it's like, but it's not like... Prime Barca, right? And I think that Lewandowski should still be at a team that's like at the best level. But then also for Barca, you know, not that you know, that Barca's necessarily like ass, but for Barca, they they gotta look and ask themselves like, well, what's our purpose right now, or what's our objective? Our objective is rebuilding and getting yeah. back. And if you're you're going in and you're going for Lewa, and it's just like, whoa, I mean. Uh, like we've briefly mentioned before, uh, like if you mentioned, um, like with having like a player like Ronaldo uh, at United, he's not the issue or the problem, but you've put weight on that, and now you can't put weight in other places of the park. So mm-hmm. Barca go in and put weight onto Lewandowski. Now they can't reinforce the rest of the like you know the team because they got wages to pay and whatnot. So it's like, I don't think it's the right move, especially when you have someone like Obama Yang. Who's still scoring? Who knows what's gonna happen in Memphis? I kind of get the feeling that he's gonna leave, but I'd, I'd really like him to stay. But I mean, he was a Coleman buy, so we'll mm. see. We'll see if he can, you know, crack it under Xavi. But 
I mean, Obama is doing great. It looks like all he needed really was just some more self-belief. Well, obviously, you know, things were bad at Arsenal with him and Arteta. So that's a, that's a huge thing. You kind of want the coach to like you. Yeah. And you want to like the coach and their, believe in them and their system. So, yeah, I definitely don't think Lewandowski would be the move for for, for Barca. And I don't think but, um, that he, he would, he would uh, necessarily be the... The answer to their issues there, I think you know, reinforcing the team in other positions and you know, using players like getting the most out of Obama for maybe another season or so, and then looking for, for I guess you can say his successor. Yeah, well, yeah, it, it, it's all going to depend on a lot of different factors for Barcelona, but yeah. they should go young as they are looking right now. Yeah, um, I think that's definitely the move for them. And then jump into Tuesday's game, uh, Manchester United lose against Liverpool 4 to nil in what was an absolute beatdown, humili- hum- humiliating loss for Man United. Um, I mean... Uh, <laughs> United played dreadfully. Liverpool played like they hadn't... They knew they had it. Some beautiful passes. One from Salah to start off the match. Off a beautiful, yeah. uh, you know, breakaway. And, and then had his own goal from a beautiful pass from Mane as well. Uh-huh. Uh, and then Salah getting a second one. Uh, he just likes scoring against yeah. United, you know? Lucho Diaz and, and Mane, you know, of course. Usual suspects for, uh, for Liverpool. If right. it's, uh, I mean, it's like they got four guys that score the goals, or like four or five guys, right? And it's, and the only guy for Man United is Ronaldo, who unfortunately didn't get to play this match because uh, his uh, newborn son, I believe, yeah, passed was, away. Yeah, unfortunately, he and uh, his his wife Georgina uh, was giving um, birth to their two children, uh, to twins, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, um, his son uh, didn't make it. So it's you know one one thing that I saw during this game uh, in response to that which I thought was absolutely beautiful was that like uh, moment that they took for him after that I forgot at what minute it was seventh necessarily. minute it was the seventh minute yeah uh, and uh, all all the Liverpool fans started singing the "You'll Never Walk Alone" song and I just that was so touching and that just goes to show especially in a game like this with a rivalry like this between Liverpool and United it's their swarm or mortal enemies you know but in, in a moment like this this is where you really like it's not about that and just I just thought it was a huge thing of them to do and to, you know to, to pay their I don't know, to, well yeah to pay their respects and to show Ronaldo that you know that the, you know he, he's not alone so right. that was a touching moment and you know our thoughts and prayers are, are with the Ronaldo and Georgina. Yeah. Big, and, their, uh, and their families. Big disappointment. Family is definitely more important, as he made in his statement, um, than soccer or football. But uh, they definitely missed him out on the pitch. I don't think his presence would have necessarily changed the outcome, which is a loss, necessarily, because mm-hmm. I think Liverpool are just that much better. But I definitely think the I Man think- United would be more on top of their own game, which mm-hmm. they haven't been, but... I mean, carrying with that him, form, I guess you can say. Yeah, well, with Ronaldo, well, with Ronaldo there, you have to have, have even just a little bit better. It, it, it provides something, right? Yeah. But, I mean, then you got, you know, Allison and Google and, and Van Dyke at the back. So, you know, yeah. it gets a little questionable. But I agree with you. He provides that. He provides some sort of threat, you know. So mm-hmm. he would have made some sort of a, I, I think he would have had some sort of impact on the game had he been uh, playing. Well, unfortunately... This well, Liverpool's continued uh, 
you know, win streak or the fact that they have to win basically every single game for the rest of the Premier League or for Man City to also lose at some point or, or drop a point or whatever. But Liverpool are in for the quadruple. Uh, 4-0 over Man United. Sad, sad for me. Uh, but Mohamed Salah showing once again that he is one of the front runners for the Ballon d'Or along with Karim Benzema. Kareem, Kareem, Kareem. And I think that concludes all the games for this weekend and Tuesday, today. <laughs> yeah, today. I think that's a... Big games, big... Well, there's one big thing uh, I'll mention. Uh, so, Fulham went 3-0 over Preston. And with that, uh, like we briefly mentioned uh, earlier, I don't know if we did, actually. Stefan. Yep, yeah, we did. We just <laughs> talk about Stefan. Uh... Fulham or Full America. Fulham America is being promoted uh, to the Premier League. In the Premier League, so hell yeah, man! We got Tim Ream. <laughs> yeah, your awkward laugh says it all. <laughs> and uh, Jedi. Which? Oh, so excited for Jedi. I, I would have thought he made the move, but I'm. It's kind of cool that he stayed. That in he stayed spot. with them, and he went through that experience. Uh, not that he doesn't. He's not a. He. He's no. Um, stranger to the championship he's been he's played there before but now he's gone through that relegation and promotion with the same team you know same players so you know will Alexander Mitrovic finally pop off in the prem we'll see you can book it (laughs) (laughs) all right well that ends the this podcast after talking some of the biggest games around the world and we hope we will see you guys next time where we look at next weekend's big games and yeah we hope you enjoyed this episode and we will see you next time yeah we'll catch you guys later